basics all right what's going on guys it's your boy Bruce, and welcome back again to another episode on a podcast or another podcast on an episode however you want to call this episode of a podcast now if you're new make sure to follow the podcast because we are all about anime and gaming and today in this episode we are going to be talking about demon slayer episode 22 now the whole of i would say the community who watches demon slayer on the series was going crazy because their favorite waifu had been picked on by a demon slayer of one of the nine pillar corps and his name is sanemi he's a wind hashira and he seems to have no nonsense attitude towards demon slayers now he's a demon slayer with a demon slayer with a lot of cuts and wounds on his body so to me it shows that he's kind of a reckless demon slayer fighter but also he's been in a lot of fights and through his experience, through his battle scars, he's gotten better. Sorry, let me close the window because people are screaming around here. You don't have no manners right here. All right, so now in this episode, um, Tanjiro is still tied up and he's basically on trial to understand why he's traveling with a demon. And demon as well as a demon slayer when working together is prohibited and is not allowed. So that is the reason why he's on trial. and. They don't know that his sister Nezuko is the reason for why he's traveling with the demon, with with the demon slayer Tanjiro. Now Tanjiro has been traveling with um, Nezuko for two years, which is apparently so, which was the time skip of how strong he has gotten from the beginning of meeting Mr. Orokodaki to where he is now after fighting the demon slayer, after fighting the demon spider um, of the twelve Kazuki and. <clears throat> Not one time has Nezuko, you know, tasted or had a drop of any human's blood, which is quite skeptical to the demon slayers because they know demons to be uh, um, demons that go crazy for human blood. Do you know what I mean? There's even certain blood types that humans love to crave for, which doubles their strength and their powers by 20 fold. So it's almost like it's a, it's a rare occasion, but it almost seems quite impossible for a demon to exist in this realm. And Nezuko is that demon which happens to be that rare phenomenon. But, (coughs) (coughs) sorry. But due to this, they don't seem to want to give Tanjiro a chance on explaining himself. And when he finally does, you know, the wind Sanemi, which which is the reason why people don't like Sanemi as of right now, is because he took it upon himself to put some form of judgment and some form of stigma over Nezuko before Nezuko could even you know like show herself you know as a good demon or as a good person um the wind Sanemi had stabbed Nezuko through the box at the first attempt to show what kind of um stupid idea that um Tanjiro was spouting apparently so about the demon Nezuko being a friendly demon and not drinking a single blood or that she hasn't been affected to the point where she has shown her true colors and Sanami doesn't believe that and so you know Tanjiro Tanjiro goes out of his way to protect his sister no matter the situation and it just goes to show that Tanjiro himself can also possibly take down a member of the nine pillar why because whilst he was tied up and Sanami had actually stabbed Nezuko through the box Tanjiro ran up to Sanami tied up okay in, infuriated by the fact that he had hurt his sister and had headbutted him and they both fell to the ground now if that doesn't tell you something about Tanjiro then I don't know what does because Tanjiro 
okay, we understand that Tanjiro is a loving older brother and whatnot. He'll do anything for his sister. But the fact that he took down Sanemi, who even swung his sword towards Tanjiro and had dodged it and had fallen, was able to give him some form of damage, head contact towards his head and knock him out to the point that, you know, he has spouted blood and took some form of damage. It just goes to show that Tanjiro has actually developed, man. Like, Tanjiro has gone through some rough moments in his demon slaying career and has actually developed in skills but as well as strength now it takes a lot of skill to run up to a nine pillar demon slayer dodge their sword and effectively give them a headbutt to the point where they fall into the ground that takes a lot of skill to me and that takes a lot of guts a lot of bravery and to me it just shows it just shows how far tanjiro has come Now, we got to the part where, you know, everyone hates Sanami as of this moment. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but as of this moment, we hate, everyone hates Sanami because, you know, he's attacked everyone's favorite waifu at this moment of time within the anime community. And, you know, we're not happy about it. He stabbed Nezuko and he's pushing Nezuko to do something bad towards him so that he can have a form of Saiyan to kill Nezuko. Do you know what I mean? And it's not fair. Now, we got introduced to the Demon Slayer Corpse head, the master of all of the Demon Slayer Corpse, and he was um, brought out with two other accompanied uh, members of the, of the organization. And these are like still women with like still faces. They don't seem to have an expression on their face, but they always seem to be just smiling. So those are the two um, uh, people that accompanied him out. They seem to be much more of his helper because the guy is sick. He's blind and his it seems like his whole face is riddled with sickness. Um, Tanjiro noticed this just through visually and the smell. But, you know, it, it, it just goes to show that someone like him, who seems to be in control of the nine demon slayer corpse, or the nine pillars, sorry, and they were able to show such um, respect to him by all kneeling down, bowing their head to him, even though he's blind and he's riddled with sickness. It just goes to show like what kind of respect that they have for him. I don't know what kind of demon slayer person he was in the past. They didn't give us much backstory. They just basically told us that he is the head of all demon slayers. And the reason for calling Tanjiro and Nezuko to the demon slayer corpse um, headquarters was genuinely because Mr. Orokodaki had written a formal letter on behalf of Tanjiro and Nezuko on why they should travel together why they should be allowed to travel together and why Nezuko is not a form of danger to Tanjiro or any other human being surrounding the case now in that letter he had also written that um Tomioka I believe it's Tomioka or Giyu um who is the first the first person that we were introduced to when Nezuko had become a demon he became he came to slay them and in fact the person who introduced um Tanjiro to Mr. Rokodaki, who sent him as a referral to Mr. Rokodaki, had also put his life on the line on behalf of Tanjiro and Nezuko because he also had faith that um, Nezuko will not kill a human or attack a human on, you know, on the premise of what he has seen with his own eyes. And these these account for two occasions: the first time when he met Nezuko and Tanjiro and the second time when he came to save them and also actually protected them from Shobu, the demon slayer who is also part of the Nine Pillars and in that letter they basically said that he will do a form of traditional Japanese 
um, sacrifice, which is I believe called seppu, and it's a it's a respectful way of a samurai or swordsman to kill themselves in a way of sacrifice. Now they will go on their knees. Uh, I'm not sure if they do a little prayer or not, but they will take their own sword that they use, which is like their sword which they never part from, which is said to be a part of them as well, and use it to kill his life and take his own take his own life. Okay, and when Tanjiro had heard the the letter out loud, which was um, spoken by the head of the demon corpse towards the other demons um, members, Tanjiro had shed the tear because it just goes to show that even though Giyu doesn't have some form of um let's say uh interaction or social interaction he understands the situation and he makes up the situation for himself he ha he he knows his own judgment and he's strong he's he's one of those characters where he doesn't really need to say much but his actions speak louder than his words and that's what i love about giyu because giyu is, a, is is such a strong he's such a strong nine pillar member and he does his own thing but he still does it within the rights of the demon slayer corpse laws and also he has this thing where his judgment on situations can actually overbalance the 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 the, the thin line and it's, I, I really i really like that because he would also put his judgment above the law if he believes strongly against it which is why he protected um nezuko and tanjiro away from um shobu and which is why he went out of his way to stop shobu and basically attempt to like fight her and hold it down from chasing down Tanjiro and Nezuko. I love that. I love that. I love that. This episode was lit. We got to we got introduced to the nine pillars. Um there was one girl that we kept getting introduced to which was in what well, her mindset, her way of thinking. And it was I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of annoying because I didn't wanna just, you know, hear her mindset and hear her talk. I wanted to hear the rest of them. But we got introduced to demon slayers who necessarily aren't bad people but you know they've had bad experiences with demons so which is why they didn't really understand why Tanjiro and Nezuko were even allowed to travel together in the first place or were even allowed to be a company towards the headquarters you know the setting is lit the the, the next episode is going to be basically about a, a full-on test on whether Nezuko is going to attack the demon slayer who's been stabbing her continuously within the box Sanami and I feel like Sanami you know there's a reason why he did it is because you know his experience with demon slayers hasn't been good maybe there was a time where he thought that he could be friends with a demon slayer with a demon and the demon betrayed him and it, rightly so it's understandable do you know what i mean but as a demon slayer they all got they, they are all good also tandra is the only person that has um has um bumped into mizuki I believe it, Mizuki. Yeah, he's the only he's he's the only one who's bumped into him, and no one else has bumped into him. Not even the nine pillars. So they need Tanjiro to understand, you know, how um the how Mizuki's powers work and how he works and what he's like and whatnot. They need more information because it seems like they don't have any. So that was today's episode on the podcast, episode twenty-two. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Next week is going to be episode twenty-three. After that's going to be three more episodes and that'll be the end of the season that's gonna be crazy um bro demon slayer or kimetsu no yaiba as it's called as well has been a big stepping stone within the year of anime 2019 and i feel like every other company every other animation studio every other people who want to release the animes should definitely look at um that anime and use it as a base form of as a, a skeleton no 
how to introduce your anime, know how to perform your anime, and know how to give it out to the audience because they really know how to hook us and they really have actually intrigued us by this anime. I love I loved the, the anime, I enjoyed the anime, and I know you guys do some way, some shape. Do you know what I mean? So if you're new to the podcast once again, make sure to follow the podcast. It's been your boy Roos. We are all about anime and gaming. Hope you guys enjoy your day, evening, or afternoon. I meant to say day, afternoon, then evening, but it doesn't matter. It's been your boy Roos. I'm out. Peace.